Do you know, it's quite funny. I'm actually talking about moments. I won't forget that one for a while. <laughs> but um, who agrees life is made up of moments? Moments. So there's lots of moments we actually don't remember when you look back. There's, there's a few childhood ones that do stick in my mind for probably the wrong reasons. <laughs> but a lot of things we just we don't remember. But there are some that are unforgettable. You think of your wedding day. So you ladies, how can you forget that day? What about the birth of your children? If your children are with you, say, thank you, I haven't forgotten that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and also, when people pass away that we love, that's another time where those moments we do, they stick in our mind forever. But for most of the time, our lives are pretty much pretty ordinary. Who agrees? Get up in the morning, breakfast, go to work. Do what you do at work, look after your kids, go home again, have dinner, go to bed, get up the next day. It's all pretty ordinary, isn't it? So I found this awesome quote and it said, Joy comes to us in ordinary moments. We risk missing out when we get too busy chasing down the extraordinary. Who agrees with that this morning? Okay, so if we don't decide to enjoy this moment that we're in right now in our life, enjoy right now, we can live our life chasing the next holiday, the next thing, the next new car that's going to make us happy, the next new house, or just wishing things were like they were in the past. Okay, so sometimes we can live... I found this awesome um, picture on Pinterest, actually. It was a T-shirt, and it says, things were better in the 90s. I was actually going to probably get that, because <laughs> I was a teenager then, it was quite cool. But it wasn't that good, okay? <laughs> All right, so I'm wondering, can we show that clip? But while you cue that up, I'll just explain. I f you know sometimes when you're watching a movie and I'm just watching along, I wasn't really watching it. You know, you've got it in the background. And it's like this one moment came up in this movie and all of a sudden I just felt like I just was watching this one moment. I was in a moment and it was me and the TV and I was watching this moment and... It's just like it really spoke to me. I felt like God gave me a moment as I watched this. So see how you can go get this going. I love that guy. Who gets that this morning? Who's ever been in that moment where you think, I don't even want to take a photo, I just want to be in this moment right now. You feel like you just want to drink it in. I feel like now... Are we in this moment right now? Are we thinking about what we're having for lunch? Who's ever done that? You just think, I'm, I'm listening, you kind of listen to what I'm saying, but thinking, what am I doing this week? What am I doing? What am I in the future? You're not right here, or you're thinking something happened yesterday that really bothered you, but you're not right here, because God's right here, okay? The Holy Spirit is right here, and he wants to speak to you now. Okay, so this isn't me up here just having a go at speaking. God gave me something to say this morning and so I want you to grasp it with your spirit today. Grasp it and get a hold of it. Who's ever had their kids come to ask them something and you're in the middle of something? And what do we do? I might be trying to, I was trying to get this word ready actually and they kept coming up to me and asking me things and asking trying to talk to me and I kept saying, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm busy. Just yep, 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 yep. And there's been times lately where I go, actually, what do you want? And I'll turn and I'll look at them. 
And I'll look in their eyes and I'll think, gosh, you kids, look at that skin. Who would love to have that beautiful skin? Beautiful. I know, like yours, darling. Yes. <laughs> Flawless. But I look at them, I often, I know it's embarrassing, but I actually sniff my kids. Anyone else sniff them? <laughs> Any other mothers that, I just smell their hair and it smells beautiful. And I just go, oh, my, probably get away with it most with my six-year-old because she loves cuddles. And I cuddle her and I think, you're six just for a short time. I'm just going to have this moment now and I'm going to enjoy having you right now. I'm not going to wish you away to uni. I'm not going to wish you, oh, I wish you kids would leave home so I can have some time for myself. I think once they're gone, I oh, know I'm not doing that, darling. My kids are listening today. But you don't want to lose those moments, okay? You want to be in it. So in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 and 16, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but wise, making the most of every opportunity. So Ephesians 5, 16 in the New King James Version says to redeem the time. Who's ever heard of that? statement to redeem the time. I love how it puts it, to redeem it. So it's like you're giving and you're getting something back. Who's redeemed their flybys points? You give your points, you get something back, you get something for that. So I feel like the busier we get doing what God wants us to do in our life, using our time really wisely, using it really well and taking those opportunities, we're going to get more back for our time. Does that make sense this morning? He makes our time almost go further. We can redeem that time and he will bless us in different ways as we give that time. So there's opportunities all the time in every moment because God is always present. So he wants to lead and guide you every day. So did you know you can start today? You don't actually have to wait till tomorrow. Who said tomorrow I might do that, but you actually never get there. You never start. So there's no use saying today, well... I'll start my diet tomorrow, my exercise tomorrow, because the only way in five years you'll thank yourself is if you did a little bit every day. (laughs) And then in five years you'll go, I'm so glad I started. I'm so glad I started that today, okay? Now, I found this scripture. Who's heard of the scripture, this is the day that the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it? Who sung the song and got the T-shirt? Yes, this is the day. I knew, see? I just wanted to see. (laughs) So who's ever thought, okay, well, this is the day the Lord has created, he's made it, so I'm going to be really happy. Is that what we think? Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I'm going to be happy today because God made it. And that's true. But there's a certain context to this verse. So why don't we look up Psalm 118, verse 2. When you're reading your Bible, it's really great to read around the verse that you're looking for there. So something's jumped out. Read before it. Read after it. Look up the meaning of some of the words. Read around and get the context because sometimes that is where you'll find that, ah, moment, God wants to speak to you. So I had a little look around this verse. So starting at verse 21 in Psalm 118, it says, The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvellous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So can you see here, this is the day the Lord has made, isn't in regards to creation that he just made. That word made means appointed, fashioned, planned, brought about at the right time. 
So this is the day. What day is he talking about? It's the day of salvation. So in Psalms, we're talking about the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. That is Jesus. When he died on the cross, he became that cornerstone. And it's saying, this is the Lord's doing. This is the day, this moment of salvation that we now walk in. Oh, I'm going to be so glad and rejoice in this appointed moment that has made our lives incredible, has changed our lives, this salvation. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just talking about, I'm just going to be happy today, I'm just going to have a good day. It's saying, wow, Jesus died on the cross, I have accepted salvation, my life is worth living, I will rejoice. Okay? It gives it that complete context of what we're talking about. Every single day we can live in this verse. Every, no matter what we're going through, this is the day through the cross that the Lord has appointed for me, I'm in the right moment and I'll rejoice. Now the word rejoice, who thinks rejoice sort of means like one of those little, you know, like one of those embarrassing, yay, I'm going to rejoice. The word rejoice here is, to, is a verb. It's actually a doing word. You can't say, oh, rejoice. You actually have to rejoice. You have to get down and get into it. It's, it's, the word in Hebrew is gel. I don't know how to say it, but it means to spin around under the influence of violent emotion. Who's ever rejoiced like that? I think, didn't King David do that? He danced in his undies down the street, flat out, and his wife was so embarrassed, like, put some pants on, love, it's so embarrassing. He goes, I can't, I'm so excited. Okay, who's done that? At the football, maybe, people rejoice. Yeah! Okay, sorry, I'm so embarrassing, but that's true. I have to get a bit embarrassing. People laugh at me when I jump up and down. And I'm like, oh, but I'm a bit excited. I'm just rejoicing. I'm so excited. God saved me. I'm heaven. <laughs> God looks after me every single day. I have so much to live for. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to rejoice. So we can, you're allowed to get excited, okay? So as I, let's bring it into everyday life. As I'm washing my breakfast dishes or dropping my kids at school, Am I violently dancing and praising? Not all the time. Sometimes I do, but my kids say, I've got a sign in my kitchen that says, my kitchen is made for dancing, which we do a lot of dancing in our kitchen. But sometimes I don't really feel like violently celebrating. The way to do it is in those moments every day just to thank him, okay? Just to have that thankfulness and that joy will come, okay? Just every single day saying, I don't feel like this today, but thank you, God. <laughs> and he brings that joy in the mundane, in the everyday. Okay, so through the cross we can have that. So there's power in living every day with the understanding we are right where we're meant to be. Okay, even if it's a hard time. God's not, oh dear, how'd you get there? Whoops, okay, we better reset. <laughs> He's like, no, I knew this would happen. I've made a way for you through the cross. This is the day. I've made a way for you. So there's some threats to living in the moment. I believe it's living in the past and then trying to live in the future before it's here. Okay? So I had another quote here. It said, When thinking about life, remember this. No amount of guilt can solve the past and no amount of anxiety can change the future. Is that true? And we can live in one or the other. So in Matthew 6, this is part of the... Is it your Beatitudes, I can never pronounce it, but when Jesus is, the Sermon on the Mount, when he's, he's preaching and he started his ministry, okay, in Matthew 6. And I feel like through the Lord's Prayer, he shows us how to live in each moment every day. Okay, I think he gives us a key, and I've been reading through it all week and reading through it, 
I still haven't even completely grasped it yet, but if we start in verse 9 and 10, it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus is saying, this is how you should pray. Start by saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So I feel like this is putting God first. So the first thing you do every day you put him first and you say, okay, this is the day you've made. You're in control today because we want to worship. And worship is, that's why we worship at the start of our meeting. So we can say, okay, I've had a tough week or whatever's happened. I'm going to look up at your goodness. I'm going to look up and you lift your eyes and he lifts you because we are looking to him. That's the first thing we need to do. So his ways are above our ways. So we sang it this morning, who was and is and is to come. So God's not just keeping up with you. He already knows what's ahead and he already knows what's behind. So he's already got you right at the right spot, okay? And he's working for our good. So verse 11, it says, Give us this day our daily bread. And do you know what? Sometimes we can make that really spiritual, but do you know, like, there's times because we're in business, I think we need money for groceries this week. (laughs) Let's get really down to it. Let's get practical We need God to supply our needs. We need him to help us. And he is saying we can pray that and believe for him to fulfill our daily needs. Every day, give us what we need. Give us food. Or help me, God. I don't know, once again as a mum, I sometimes pray, God, help me to handle this moment right now with school holidays. Ah, Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) I know, oh yeah, I love it. No, I love it. I love it. But there's times, there's times when all three, all three kids and myself, we're all kind of getting sick of each other. <laughs> and you go, oh God, I just want to enjoy this moment, but I'm really having a moment here. God's saying, I want to help you handle each moment, okay? Each moment and enjoy it. Psalm 37 verse 25 said, I was young and now I'm old, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. He believes that this morning. Yeah? So if you've been a Christian for any length of time, I believe you'll see that. You'll see that provision that he is bringing. Okay, so he's never, ever failed. He never will fail. Verse 12. So we've gone from the current moment into verse 12. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So I feel like this verse is saying, okay, now deal with the past. Okay, so we're in the present moment. Now we want to deal with the past. Guilt and regret change nothing. Did you know that? No matter how much you feel bad about something or want to change something, you actually can't because it's in the past. It's gone. So we need to leave former sin and mistakes at the cross. And the thing, the thing is with each moment, we actually have to do that every day sometimes. So sometimes we'll think, I forgive this person. And then you kind of think, okay, that's done. But the next time you hear about them or something's happening or that, it'll come up again. He's had that. And you think, I'm sure I forgave him. I'm sure I dealt with that. But I, ugh. So then Jesus is saying, every day, forgive us our debts, we forgive those. So every day I'm going to forgive and keep doing it every day. So you can't just do it once in a lifetime. Sometimes you've got to keep doing it every single day. Okay? And also, we need to realize we'll fall short every day. Okay, so every day we need to ask for forgiveness and let that go every day, all right? We don't want to live carrying that stuff on our back. 
And verse 13, and I've been going over this and going over this, verse 13. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil or the evil one. I was thinking, I felt like he was saying with this, this is talking about the future and stuff to come, this verse. So don't bring us into future temptation. They say temptation also means hard times and trials and stuff that's really hard. So they're saying, don't, he's saying, don't bring me into this, but deliver us when it does happen. So in other words, it's like a, a contrast there of saying, but it is going to happen. Don't bring me into it, but it is going to happen. So regardless of what we want to do in the future, hard stuff is going to happen. So what do we do with that? Who's ever had that phone call? You know what I mean by that phone call when you find out someone you love has been killed in an accident or something has happened and you go, well, my whole life has just stopped. (laughs) Do you know that stuff can still come yes I'm a Christian God's going to protect me from anything bad noble stuff still happens in your life okay but the fact is constantly worrying about that all the time is going to cause anxiety and there's nothing we can do to stop that stuff coming Jesus is saying it will come but he will deliver us from that and he will through his grace we can live it in the cross in every moment he will be with us through that so who's experienced God with you through that stuff I've had that before and it's like, ah, how do you put it? I don't know. You just, it's like he's carrying it. (laughs) The full weight of when you think, I can't get up tomorrow, this is too heavy. But somehow you still get up and you still go on. And I know myself, I've suffered with anxiety since I was probably about 21 years old. And so um, down to being on medication and things, trying to keep on top of, fears and anxieties and depression and so I know what it's like to think I don't want to get up in the morning and I just can't face going to the shops because going grocery shopping for me can be very hard people think oh that's just silly just go to the shops but I have this I have panic attacks thinking I just can't can't go I just can't go to the shops because I don't know what will happen at the shops and if something happens and then I don't know what to do and then I just I think I might stay home God doesn't want you to live (laughs) So fearful you can't even leave your house, okay? Some may not understand that today, but there's some that do get that. They get that today. But God is saying, I am with you in that and I will help you and I will give you grace for each moment. So if you live a day at a time, a moment at a time, and he helps you through, okay? Romans 8. I also found one little thing here. I'm not going to be too much longer this morning, but Romans 8 verses 32 This was just to do with his faithfulness and I just wanted to mention it today. And it says, He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? So I think going into the future, it is okay to look back at the past if you're looking back to see his faithfulness. Who agrees with that this morning? Okay, so God's saying... It's okay to look back to see what I've done for you so then we can trust in his faithfulness because he has never let us down. And then verses 38 to 39, it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
I think he's covering everything there in that one statement. He's saying, no matter anything that's happened, no matter what will happen tomorrow, nothing can separate us from his love. He's got you covered today in every single moment of your life so you can trust him today. And I think we can face the future because of that. Can I get the musicians to come back up now? Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I went, um, went for a run last night, as I do. And um, I really find that God really speaks to me as I'm running along. Sometimes I'm speaking to him saying, why am I doing this? <laughs> and I'm thinking, help me get home. And other times he just gives me like pictures and I see things. And um, it was like as I was going along, I saw this really, really heavy backpack. And um, it was almost like I saw my six-year-old and she had this really heavy bag. And she was almost, you never had that with your kids and they've got this heavy backpack and you pack their school bag and they're like, ah, oh, like that. And it's like I almost saw myself take that bag off her and put it on my back and say, oh, that is too heavy for you. Let me take that heavy bag. And it's like God said, there's going to be people here this morning and it's like you've got this big backpack on you of worries and anxieties and how will I cope and why has this happened? And God is saying, in asking why have you allowed this to happen, it's like he's standing there this morning saying to you, just trust me. It's like I saw the words, trust me. Don't ask why, just trust me. Because he's working it together for good. He knows, just trust me, okay? And this backpack, it's like I had to look up a verse when I got home. And I knew where the verse had come from with this backpack. It was Isaiah 53 verse 4. And it said, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He knows that verse where he says that. He says he's carried our iniquities and our sins on, his back, on the cross. And it's like I saw him on the cross at that moment. And he says, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because he is covered, carrying, covered with this sin and with these, everything we're going through. It was like it was all on him. Anxiety, fear. I looked up that word there and our griefs there isn't just sadness. It was like anxiety and pain and not knowing what to do next. It was like it was all on him on the cross and he just cried out to his father saying, why have you forsaken me? Because God had to turn his back. He couldn't see his son like that. And it's like Jesus is saying today, I know what it's like to be alone. I know what it's like to have that feeling I can't get through today because I did that at the cross. In that moment, he was alone with all that weighing him down. It's like today he's saying to certain people here, I've already carried it for you. Give me that backpack. <laughs> he wants to put it on his back for you today. And I don't know who that's for today and it partly is probably for me today, but God wants to take that heaviness. He wants you to enjoy your life every day and not be wishing it to get better or different. He just wants every day that you can enjoy and have joy, have real joy and not wait and not be carrying those burdens in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lord, you've carried our burdens <laughs> and our griefs, Lord, at the cross. Through the cross, through your faithfulness today, God, we can live each day. Lord, just knowing your grace, having that day of grace every day, enough to get through whatever we're getting through at the moment, Lord. Lord, we love you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord.